0: Hello
1: and welcome to another episode of Gaijin Bento. My name is Brian. And
0: my name is Sage.
1: A podcast made for degenerate weebs and Japan enthusiasts. We talk about all kinds of Japanese culture and media, so this recording's pretty interesting. We've actually uh, switched roles this time. So normally, when we record these episodes, it's early morning for me and it's uh, evening time for you, Sage. But now, correct. It has reversed, and now I'm the one that's doing the drink, and you're the one that's doing the wake. And how do you feel about that?
0: <laughs> it's like a body swap episode, except. We're still us, Uh, (laughs) Uh, you know. It's 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 not bad. It's kind of fun to switch it up, you know. um, I'm still drinking, just like you know, orange juice, (laughs) appropriate things for the morning. Um, No mimosas because I do have to work later. (laughs) What you drinking?
1: At a few, uh, so it's called uh, haposhu. Have you ever heard of it before?
0: No, I have not.
1: So haposhu is pretty interesting. So it's. Legally not beer, <laughs> what? so it's kind of like uh Japan's uh like their light beer. So, what it is though is it's labeled as legally not beer, so they avoid like the higher tax that the beer gets, but they're still made by like the big uh beer companies like Kirin and Sapporo, but basically. They, in order to be a uh, beer legally, it has to be about over 50% malts or something like that. But with Hapushu, <coughs> they avoid some of those guidelines for it to not be legally beer so they can sell it cheaper, but it's still alcohol and tastes like beer to me.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, so Hapushu, it tastes like, I don't know, it's got like some unique taste. It's not necessarily like uh, what you would expect from a. A quote unquote light beer, like with Miller or Bud, mm-hmm. um, it, and it seems like, and I haven't tried a lot of the different varieties of this, but they have, uh, different uh varieties of this Hapushu where they have like they mess with like different flavors of fruits and herbs, and I kind of want to try it. I was like looking into it, uh, but I've only tried like the again quote unquote the light. Version of like Sapporo or Kirin, um, but they still taste pretty delicious. So I was uh, slipping on that because uh, I need to watch my belly. I mean, that's oh. what I keep telling myself, at least because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get that belly either way. So I just finished those two, and now, now I'm I'm drinking a strong zero.
0: Oh, nice! I got you. Yeah, we got to get you on that uh that that sake train. But I don't I don't know if again like you know looking at health benefits of like beer and wine in excess obviously like they're both not going to be great for you but i think they found slightly more benefits to wine but i don't know
1: (laughs) it's definitely less carbs so you're definitely not going to be gaining a lot of the weight but it also depends on the wine because i mean if you have red wine i suppose that's and again i don't want people yelling at me i'm not a an alcohol expert i I can i only drink it all (laughs) right (laughs) but uh i know that i mean it's well it's uh it's fermented sugar so there's a lot of sugar in some wines like mm-hmm. like white wines
0: oh yeah but i know
1: red wine maybe maybe some not so much the case i'm not a wine expert but for sure i can definitely say uh this without a fact is that a uh, beer definitely has more carbs so uh, by definition it's just better to drink wine also uh shochu too so that's why i'm drinking the strong zero losing that weight
0: baby uh, one strong zero at a time oh my gosh just throwing back shoju (laughs) have you noticed um like a a a difference though with um like japanese beer versus american um beers is it going to be a very kind of similar carbon take uh
1: most likely uh so in japan they really like lagers for the Mm -hmm. most part like all like the big companies make the lagers and uh since rice is very abundant in Japan I mean they make many products out of rice but they definitely ferment rice I mean with that they also make sake and uh, I showed you they do different ingredients but definitely sake and beer there's definitely a, a rice fermentation going on in there to some extent but it still like has like a, a similar taste to you know like what you would expect with an American lager mm-hmm. but I don't know like, when I first tried Asahi in the States, I couldn't go back to any other lager, and I got all my friends back home, like, cooked into Asahi, and that made them explore other uh, Japanese beers, uh, but I they have Asahi here, any izakaya you go to, it's any, almost every time they have uh, a draft, uh, draft beer, it's almost always uh, Asahi, so, like... Even though Asahi has a special place in my heart, I, I've i kind of grown to like uh, Yepisu, which is not available in the States. Uh, <sighs> that's my number one lager.
0: Darn, we're all going to have to go over and, and try it now since we can't get it here.
1: It's also uh, Misato uh, Katsuragi's favorite beer from Evangelion. So <laughs> she, she's my waifu too.
0: Oh my goodness. Of course. Of course. Well, I I don't remember if I've had Asahi. I've had I know I've definitely had Kirin, and um, I love Sapporo. <laughs> um, so I know I definitely have been smashing those out out here. And um, when I actually went to Japan, I my teacher who went with us was telling us about the um, the 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 brewery, um, mm-hmm. the Sapporo brewery, and oh, I, I said, "Well, do you think we could go there?" But it was a lot further. Yeah, and, like from Kyoto, because that's where we were staying. And he was like, oh, yeah, I don't I don't know if we could like do that just on a whim. We would have to like probably plan that. And I was like, Shingo, don't tell me these things. <laughs> Getting my <laughs> yeah, hopes up.
1: Yeah, it's super far. It's in Ho- it's in the island of Hokkaido. Yeah, uh, it's really, really far. I really want to go to that brewery, too, at some point. I know someone up in, uh they lives in northern Hokkaido. Uh, he said he's gone to it and he says that definitely, like, even the, the I, mean, I mean, it makes sense. We, You and I have been to breweries and going yeah, yeah, to, a, like, the actual brewery itself tastes different than having a, like, can or bottle that you've bought up at a supermarket or something. But yeah, he, he did say that definitely a difference and it's a must to go to Sapporo and have uh, the Sapporo in Sapporo.
0: Yeah, it sounds fantastic. I would just, you know like plan a day of just going there so i could just like kind of park myself and like you know get like a flight of whatever and just (laughs) sample throughout the day god
1: yeah just like i'm sure you can find some kind of capsule hotel around there uh speaking of which do you know what a capsule hotel is
0: oh is that the ones where like it's really just like you're you're pretty much sleeping and storing your stuff and like that's really the only space you have
1: yeah and it's basically like what the name entails is all you get is this bed and it's just this pod and you most of the time you share like a room with many other people and you do get like a locker and showers. I haven't done it myself yet. I would like to just to get the experience. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's a good uh it's a good uh, cheap alternative. However, hotels are very cheap in the big cities like Osaka. I was like per night and this is like a pretty solid hotel. This is like mm-hmm. a like a 3.5 four star. But okay. I mean Japanese hotels are great no matter what. Uh this was like around maybe forty something dollars a night that it uh that it costs to stay there. This that's was an Osaka. Good. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure it was, you know, definitely better than what we consider standard out here. Like <laughs>
1: Yeah, with that price in the U.S., you get like those, you know, like those like outside kind of style hotels.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I I'll never ever ever reserve any kind of hotel that resembles that ever again, at least in the states.
0: Oh my god, I have a quick story about that. So, um, so um, basically last year around this time, this is when we sold our old house. You haven't been to our new house because, um, uh just with COVID and everything, we haven't been able to like, you know, um, hang out as much. But so last year around this time, my parents sold their house and the weekend they were showing it. Um, I was actually visiting family. So I wasn't there part of the time, but they had to, they took our cats. We have three cats and we, they found a pet friendly motel. And it's exactly like the, the ones where it's like, it's the outdoor, like kind of, not villa style, but like, man, I think the best way to describe it is if anyone's ever seen Psycho, <laughs> the way <laughs> that that hotel is set up, how like, you know, your door goes directly outside. There's no like hallway. It's not like all inside a building. Right, um, right. So your room just goes straight outside. So that was already kind of a problem because we have animals. And if the cats like tried to like run out, like they would probably be dead in like seconds because very busy street, you know, nearby. Um, So anyways, um, that was the first hotel they were at and they only stayed there one night just because like between the microwave, like and a few other things being super off, there were some very questionable characters that were just (laughs) at this (laughs) hotel (laughs) and there was this lady and um, she clearly, you know, either was like on some type of like drugs or something because my dad like kept saying like, oh, like it's it's probably like a meth head, (laughs) but he was just trying to like, I don't know, use a vending machine or what. And like, she was trying to like talk to him, but like, she kept like asking him, like, if he knew where this person was and he was like, I I don't know. And then she was talking (laughs) about how she was like touring with this one band. So like you could very clearly tell, like, she was all over the place. Like something was going on up in there. (laughs) And then she was, like, swearing at him and stuff. And, like, he was, like, trying to figure out what to do. Because, like, also, he's, like, this woman is, like, in a wheelchair. So, like, I'm trying to not, like, be rude or, like, you know, ableist. But she's, like, coming at me in her wheelchair. And I'm, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Only you would find, like, the meth heads that are on wheels <laughs> that are trying to get you.
1: Meth head on wheels. <laughs> that sounds like a party I'd go to. <laughs>
0: It was just very interesting. And I'm like reading all of this in um, like a text chain because um, I was going to be coming home for part of the weekend where I'd need to meet them at the hotel because our house was still being shown. So like we couldn't like just be there while they were like showing it to people interested. Um, so my parents were keeping me updated. And then my dad's like, OK, so change of plans. Uh, we're not at this hotel anymore. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, is everything OK? <laughs> and He shared that <laughs> with me. and I was like, wow, that, that would happen to you. <laughs>
1: That's a good uh, Thanksgiving dinner story, I'm sure.
0: Oh, my God. It, you know what? I don't think it came up this past year. I, I don't know why, but...
1: <laughs> well, we're going to save it for next year or Oh, my God. Uh, for I'm going to have to. It's a good yes. Christmas story.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And then, and
1: then you'll be like, hey, Dad, remember when you punched that lady in the wheelchair? That was <laughs> nice.
0: My God, we're making my dad sound <laughs> like such a such <laughs> such a <laughs> such a villain over
1: here. He. I remember when your dad had a villain arc.
0: Oh my god, yes. He's uh, he's he's learning, he's he's developing, he's he's getting some some uh some good content this season.
1: You're <laughs> the only one that could uh give him his redemption arc, so please I believe in you. Oh yes. Save your dad. <laughs> Get oh my. him a PS five.
0: Give him a PS five. Oh my god, for real. He sometimes I think he he might just he might just be like, so I got a PS five. <laughs> like, Dad, there's like three games for it. What are you going to (laughs) play? Yes.
1: You know, like, that actually reminds me. So the hotel that we stayed in when we were in Florida, that was like, I believe that was the kind of style, right? That motel style where the rooms are outside in a different building?
0: Yeah, actually, that one was too. I didn't mind that because we weren't on the first floor. I think we were on the second floor because we could go out and we could see the fireworks when they would um, do them at Magic Kingdom. That's
1: right. I remember that one was all right. And I also do have like a, a couple of scary story, motel stories too. Um,
0: oh my gosh, please tell.
1: So there was one when I was in New York City. Uh, this was back in 2012. I was with my older sister, uh, my brother and his friend. And yeah, this is the the new year uh ball drop of 2012 so this is uh, 2011 going to 2012 so oh my god so all like the big artists of that time were playing so justin bieber lady gaga pitbull i remember i was like really excited for lady gaga i really liked lady gaga at the time maybe mariah carey could be wrong but i mean mariah carey is like always is her seat like the the winter season is the the time where she uh wakes up from her uh long slumber
0: yes (laughs)
1: So anyway, we went back to our, uh, this was actually our first time staying in the motel. So we had never been there prior to the ending of the new year ball drop, new year, new year uh, ball drop in New York city. So we went to the motel and there was like immediate red flags. And this was, we got there like maybe one, 32 in the morning this is like by the George Washington bridge and so this was technically in new jersey uh, mm. so it's so um you cross this bridge uh you get from new york to new jersey with this bridge okay so this was literally under that bridge and just like immediately the first thing i think of is just like like it's like a horror movie okay like you said <laughs> psycho or or if you've watched no country uh no country for old men too oh
0: my gosh <clears throat>
1: <laughs> that's like those t- type of motels that's what that remind me of that movie too <laughs> so yeah it was like really late and we we try to settle in but like there's like that smell of mold and you're just like like the whole vibe is off you know it like like you're exhausted you know you had to get through like thousands and thousands of people to get there you know because it's we stayed until the very end which was past midnight and of course at that time people were like gathered thousands of people were gathered in uh times square oh, and yeah. so we were exhausted oh. like just all just so beat and standing we were standing in the same spot b- practically for like 10 hours
0: oh my gosh we
1: got there really early to get a good spot wow that's uh, a never long doing day. that again <laughs>
0: yeah that <laughs> I mean, was a stinky stinky time <laughs> you could stand through any concert <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes no kidding <laughs> so yeah it was like 1 32 in the morning and so, you know, whatever, like you try to ignore the the obvious smell of mold in the room. And oh, my God, we get in the beds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turn off all the lights. Try to close your eyes. And you start to hear scratching in the wall. Oh, no. And I've lived. It, okay. So I grew up in in the south side of Chicago. I know what that sound is. Do you know what that sound is?
0: Is that like rodents in your wall, rats in your wall? Yep, oh!
1: yep, rats. Like it, it, it instantly triggered my 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 uh my sound trauma. I'm like, those are oh. fucking rats in the walls. So and that are ghosts, kept... but <laughs> definitely rats. <laughs> yeah, at that time, I did believe in ghosts. <laughs> That's neither here or there. <laughs> but I knew, I knew too well. I knew that sound so well, like i i knew it really really well so they kept getting louder and louder we could not sleep it was like three or four in the morning and after a while none of us could sleep so we were all awake and we were like yeah we need to leave we're not getting any sleep those rats there's definitely rats in the walls that smell of mold is just not going away um and my sister was the one that booked it. She's seven years older than me, so I mean, at the time, two thousand eleven, I was senior high school. Um, so she had, I, I'm, I'm sure, like you know, with her like younger brothers being like, "Yo, well, let's leave," and her like being like, kind of proud and like, "I already booked this. Like, just stick it out." But you can oh. tell she was also kind of getting sick of it too. Um, and she was definitely uncomfortable. So we're like, "All right, uh, let's just leave then." This was already like three or four in the morning packing our or packing our shit. Oh my god! So we she called some taxi, okay? Mm-hmm. So she called several taxi and we were waiting outside and no one was coming. It was like four and it's really dark. Okay. It's January in the US, so it's pitch black. Oof. No one's coming. And we're like, that's kind of weird. Like thirty minutes pass, no taxis. No taxis coming. We wait a little bit longer. She calls another taxi. He's like, mm, "Let's just call another one." It's kind of weird. Taxi doesn't come, so then a big, <laughs> a big white van, oh, starts to slow down. Oh no! <laughs> and it clearly notices us, and it starts to pull into the hotel. They so like they they're like still like they're pulling into the hotel, but the hotel has like a also kind of has like a like a parking lot in the back. Mm-hmm. So they start to pull in that way, but they're like clearly pulling something out of their uh, out of their um, compartments and their pockets or whatever. The, there is lights, okay, and the lights definitely showed something shiny that definitely,
2: oh, clearly
1: resembled. The, yeah, they had some kind of weapon in their hands. Oh no! So they were they were pulling into the parking lot. And then they were going to it looks like they were uh, driving into the side where we were where it was closer to us um they were so they were going by slowly like and all they looked like they were treading water so they were going and clearly like staring right at us the entire time. there's two guys in the in the one in the driver's seat one in the passenger seat and that's when <laughs> finally a taxi comes by and the the van like drives off like as fast as possible, like completely. Wow. just like, like you hear like skid marks. Oh my God. So we, we got into the taxi cause we were all like, whoa, what's going on? This is not like all the red flags were there, you know? Um, And we get into the taxi as fast as we can. And, and we were like, yo taxi man, <laughs> we called so many taxi and no one came. And he was like, to be honest, I, I was kind of nervous to come out here, too, because there is a lot of uh, this area, hotel in particular, is very infamous in the area for many uh, drug deals gone bad. Oh, my God. You guys were at the drug hotel. <laughs> yep, And we were like, well, we definitely almost got murdered there, didn't we?
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You guys could have gotten mixed up in that.
1: Yeah. Because like it was pitch black, four in the morning. No one was out. It was uh, not a good feeling.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's scary.
1: And that's uh, my non-weeb story of the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's when you pulled out your katana and you were like, "Fight me!" Or I don't know, whatever they shoot the main character the that They have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're able I, with to a, deflect with the a, with a
1: power of friendship. I can uh, overcome these guns, and then they shoot me and I die.
0: Hugs, not drugs, kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On a happy note. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of like the Ghibli soundtrack um particularly uh I've been listening to uh of the Valley of the Wind uh, like a lot of the songs from there. Have you ever watched that Ghibli movie?
0: No, I actually haven't.
1: Oh my god it's like I would say probably my second favorite Ghibli movie next to uh, uh to uh, Princess Mononoke and I believe I streamed Mononoke uh, when I was back home and we were in quarantine for like the first time, yeah, I'm not I sure that. if you were there or not. Oh, you were
0: there. I I didn't I didn't make it for the very beginning. I think I think you guys were already about like 40 minutes in or like something like that. But um, I I did end up seeing most of it with y'all.
1: Oh my god, it's it's a work of art. Uh, the music is a <clears throat> is a work of art. I was like, I think Nasca has like the best opening theme to any animated film of all time, just period. It's beautiful. Every time I listen to it, like, it reminds me of uh, whenever I go to, like, countryside Japan, like, and and I'm probably, I'll probably say this, every time I go to, like, the countryside in mainland Japan, it was just like, oh my god, it's just like a Ghibli movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> You know, I, I definitely felt that too, like, when I was on transportation, like, buses or, like, the train, and, like, you get to see... Um, you know, it being less crowded and you got to see like, you know, like the fields and just more of like the landscape. I was like, Oh, this is like, this makes me feel like Kiki, you know, delivery, you know, service when she's like going out into like the city, but like, it's not like the heart of the city.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like the countryside is really beautiful. I know. Like when people think of Japan, at least people that are not necessarily that are into like the culture, just, Uh, maybe people out in the West that think of just Japan as just like Tokyo or just like a big city, like this big, like electronics technology. But uh, you go to like the countryside and it's just like stunning, like the rice fields and the mountains. And it's just like so beautiful. And like, that's one thing like the Ghibli movies get right, is just like the beauty of like the countryside. And I know like uh, Princess Mononoke, uh, I know that's the – like the area is inspired by the uh prefecture of kagoshima Ooh. so yeah it's it's a uh, and I can see that you know I live in uh, kagoshima prefecture and I've landed in kagoshima uh, mainland Kagoshima many times and I'm like yeah i I can see what you mean boy
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that that one's definitely up there for me too I love that one i it, it's hard saying which one's my favorite. There's just still so many I haven't watched. too, like, just like looking at like all the titles, I think the last one I watched was a newer one. So I, I don't even know if it would be considered a true Miyazaki film. I think it's just like it's like the studio, like has the credit for it was um earwig. It was the one that had the kind of weird like CGI animation.
1: That oh okay that was I believe that was done by his son. Yeah, directed by son. Um, How was that I haven't watched that one.
0: It was kind of odd, honestly, because it just like without like obviously spoiling anything, I feel like it ended very abruptly. Mm-hmm. like very abruptly, but I also know that there's like a lot of different ways of storytelling and you don't have to like have your story end a very particular way. I just was not expecting it. Um, it was different. It definitely felt like something. That wasn't a Miyazaki film, but it you know it, it still was like stylistically there were things that were similar, but it still felt like its own thing, which is good because if that was by his son, he probably doesn't want to like just be doing everything the same as his dad. Sure. Um, I think what really got me though was the an- since the animation was so different, that was kind of like I had to get used to that, <laughs> but it was at least interesting.
1: I haven't watched it yet, but I mean. Just like the visuals, and, and this is my, uh, I for me like to get into any kind of like animated media, uh, the like the just like the actual visuals is like really important to me, and just like the art style. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and for me, it was just like, it's still like super like anime, but I feel like it didn't trans from the trailers that I've seen at least. I feel like it didn't translate well into three D. It kind of looked just kind of uncanny. Um, yeah, kind of like the. Like the mascot effect, like you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog, like a lot of those like three D uh, games, it just has that like the mascot effect, where it just looks like a, <laughs> like you go to Disney World and they're just like like Mickey and um, Goofy are like chasing after you or something. Right. It just
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit odd. Um, and I know that it was based off of like a I think a short story. So I kind of want to look at that too because. It kind of makes sense why some things get resolved the way they are. Um, I don't think it was particularly long. I'm trying to remember how long it was because some of some of the films are like two hours, if not more. Um, but this one was shorter, so um, I think I thought there were going to be things in the story that were explored in more depth. Or um, I didn't realize, like, it was already some things, like, that we weren't going to go back to because they were just done <laughs> in the story. So I think that kind of also threw me off, too, is just it had a different formula than a lot of the other films and narratives. Uh, so it makes me kind of want to re- read the like the story and see what what the differences are.
1: Oh, I, I didn't know that it was – they had some kind of story reference.
0: I, I think so. I, cu- I could be wrong. I, I thought it was – um based or like adapted from something else
1: did you just say based based, Sorry. based.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's very based
1: interesting yeah like oh my god like the ghibli movies is just have you watched grave of the fireflies yet no
0: <laughs> i'm so bad i'm such a bad ghibli fan i have like <laughs> no no it's okay
1: it's so like grave of the fireflies is set in world war ii okay um so it's a tremendously sad story so um if you don't want to feel sad please don't watch it because you will you will cry a lot that's like you will like you you will vomit cry and not at the same time that's (laughs) how intense it is
0: (laughs) oh it's a lot of emotions to cover
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a lot of emotions Uh, you will feel a lot of emotions but so i spoke to a teacher and he told me that they actually when he so he's not that much older than me maybe he is i don't know it depends on how you look at it but He's forty years old now, so and I'm at the time of this recording, I'm twenty seven, and I'll be <laughs> twenty eight in July. So old, he's got like a good yeah. Old. He's got, <laughs> so he's got a good twelve years uh, ahead of me. So I'm like not that older, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know. It's like there's a time where even when we're young, we're like, oh my god, you're twenty. Oh my god, you're, are you gonna retire soon? Right.
0: <laughs> naughty so it's, kids yes it's, yeah, so it's <laughs>
1: kind of weird now but yeah so he he told me that when he was a kid they used to play this um this movie every every uh august now i'm gonna have to look this up but basically they played this movie on the day that uh they bombed uh the u.s bombed uh hiroshima i believe oh, it was august 6th i think but let me double check uh, august 6th 1945 yeah uh, so Every August sixth, they played uh, "Grave of the Fireflies" on TV in Japan. Uh, I, have, I mean, I August sixth. I mean, I was here, but I still hadn't figured out how to use the TV, so I couldn't tell you <laughs> if it was on. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if, if it was on TV or not. But he told me that he hasn't seen it on TV in a while. But he said when he was a kid, for sure, they used to play that movie on August August sixth. Wow. In remembrance of the bombings in Hiroshima.
0: I have to check that out. I I know there's a lot of content that isn't just like fun, like adventure, fantasy. Um, there's a lot of like more serious and like dramas. Like I think um, one of the last ones I remember watching was uh, uh, was it as the wind rises. Um, I like that one a lot too.
1: Well, I know that uh, Grave of the Fireflies was directed by Isao Takahata. So unfortunately, he died back in uh, 2013 i believe but yeah he also did another one called uh i don't remember the name but it was like his last one but anyway he was a yeah he directed uh, grave of the fireflies but he also of course he uh, co-founded studio ghibli with hayao miyazaki
0: that's super cool
1: oh he died in 2018 i'm sorry he died in 2018 his last movie was in 2013
0: oh okay so yeah so that was that was pretty recent still
1: yeah and he i know that he directed uh the Castle of uh I'm gonna butcher this. The Castle of uh Kale- 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 Kaleostro, Kale- Kaleostro, which is a loop in the third movie. Okay. Back in nineteen seventy nine. Uh I'm trying to remember the last movie he did. I know for sure it was twenty thirteen because I watched it fairly recent. Uh it was Ah, 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 ah The Tale of the Princess Kaguya.
0: Oh uh, yes, really, I, I think i have heard of that one.
1: Really good movie too. That was his last uh film, unfortunately, but phenomenal movie. Whenever you want to watch a, a a Ghibli movie, just let me know.
0: Yeah, we can do the virtual couch. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. So oh, that was fun. Yeah, good old Ghibli. What's speaking of uh soundtracks, uh, what's what's your favorite uh, anime? And it could be like your a TV or a movie, but what's your favorite anime soundtrack?
0: Oh, uh, that's really tough. Right now I, I- <laughs> gonna have to say it i'm i I really am just don't say it sage
1: don't say it don't say it say it it
0: out loud i'm uh (laughs) i'm really vibing with the the demon slayer soundtrack it's um it's really fun i was a couple weeks ago i was just playing along to the um akaza versus rengoku uh Mm. track because that just it slaps and i i love too when you listen to the like their respective themes on their own they're both so good, and then when you hear the fight scene, I just love how both of their themes are implemented, like separately, but then together because it does like the music alone sounds like a fight, but like also like a dance, and I just felt like it was very expertly done, and and so is all the other music too, like in the show.
1: What do you listen to it? Do you listen to it on Spotify or?
0: Yes, um, but I don't know if they have a true. Um, like album or not, because I don't know if it's Samuel Kim who's the um, composer. I think because that's who shows up when I'm listening to the the tracks that I can find. So I I, th- I think that's who that is.
1: The reason why I ask is because like, so like you know how Spotify does the like the um like your top songs of the year thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like every time, and I'm super guilty of this, and I feel like such a fucking weeb. But like <laughs> i'll be listening to like anime soundtracks or or video game soundtracks and i know it's coming on my like mm. upcoming like, like um yearly uh, top 10 or or top playlist songs and i'm like oh i'm going to look like such a weeb i'm definitely not sharing this uh this year <laughs> oh <my laughs> i'm God. not going to share it with my my with my friends and family and show them what a weeb i am like yep here's my uh inuyasha 20 uh it's on my top 10 listens of of the year here you go enjoy <laughs> while i s- go it's, sit in a rock and pretend i don't exist do you ever I- feel like that like when you listen to like a video game soundtracks or anime soundtracks on spotify
0: i'm surprised that i did not have anything from sonic adventure 2 battle
1: Oh my god! On my
0: top 10 list because I love we. I know we were talking about this at least in one episode, or maybe it was just you and I talking about video games, but th- that one's so fun. I'll just go on and I'll just like put it on shuffle. And I'm just, you know, having having a time listening to all the, the tracks, remembering like what stages <laughs> they were on.
1: Yeah, we definitely talked about Sonic Adventure 2 because you're like singing to like The Cityscape. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. That's <laughs> such a banger. Of a oh my God. Song. It was. That bass slaps so hard. Oh my (laughs) god, that's so like pop punk. Like 2000s pop punk, and I love it. It's just like, it's like Seinfeld going in 2000s.
0: Like the Seinfeld (laughs) bass thing. Oh my god, we're shifting into sonic mode. Rolling
1: around in the speed of sound. (laughs) Got places to go by to follow my rainbow. (laughs)
0: They went so hard, and like... I don't. How old was I? Like I was definitely like young grade school, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this is music.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I didn't play the version that ca- the original version that came out of Dreamcast. I I played the Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which came out came out on GameCube.
0: Yeah, that's the and one I had just, too.
1: Yeah, 2001. So I was like, geez, I can't do math. <laughs> I, I was, le- I was younger than 10. I, that's, I can see if that, I can say let's that. Let's see.
0: I think you might've been, you were probably maybe second grade.
1: Yeah. That sounds about right. Cause probably I,
0: because I think we were like a year, year, like a grade year apart. So I think I was probably in first grade. I don't think, I don't know if I got it though, exactly when it was released for the GameCube, but I had a GameCube. So that's probably the system that I did play it on.
1: God, yeah oh my god and like the knuckles <laughs> they're all like the hip-hop songs they <gasps> slapped and they clapped oof
0: they did and speaking of I am team knuckles because this is the week that Sonic uh the Hedgehog 2 comes out and uh, the yeah, hardest right. part of this week hasn't been work or trying to juggle like you know anything else scheduling it's been trying to figure out who's gonna go see Sonic the Hedgehog 3. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm de- I'm definitely going to watch that. Oh my god, you I'm gonna should. I'm going to find some kind of streaming service. I, I'm not sure uh, what the release date for Japan is, so I might have to use a VPN, which I do have. Uh, oh, nice. So to, to stream that.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it is similar, if it's going to be a little bit later.
1: I'm kind of curious now. I'm going to have to look that up. Sonic 2. <laughs> movie do it. Yeah.
0: Or- so I've been like... Talking to everybody and like trying to lead, like, I'm gonna, like, we're gonna have a serious conversation. Um, and then it just ends up being about Sonic, and I just watch their face, like, wait, what? (laughs) Anyways, it was nice talking to you. (laughs) I go to my coworkers, I'm like, okay, guys, like, I need y'all to be real with me. And they're like, yeah, yeah, what? And I'm like, are you team Sonic or are you team Knuckles? Because we might have some problems, and I don't chuckle. (laughs) They're like, please stop
1: sage you're fired
0: <laughs> yeah honestly I just pack my bags right now
1: <laughs> so here apparently says Japan is the same release date so I have to look uh at that I'll actually be in mainland to take my uh, driver's test so oh cool um I'll, I'll see if I can watch it if it is in theaters
0: I would say yeah um have you have you been to any of the theaters out there yet I
1: have I have not but I've been really tempted to because I hear that uh movie theaters in Japan are actually a really good experience so you know what? I might actually have to do that this weekend if it's uh if it's possible. Oh
0: my gosh, if you can and you have time, like that'd be a great way to like treat yourself because then you can like you said, you know, see what the movie going uh experience is like out there and then you can also <laughs> see Sonic and then we can talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, And Sonic will be like long time
0: no see Tails, long time no see.
1: Long time no see. Long time no see.
0: I don't remember who's doing the voice for Tails. I I feel like I should. I may be
1: uh, misremembering this, but from my understanding, it's the same voice actor that has been voicing Tails since, like, Sonic Boom.
0: Oh, for real? That's cool. I like that. I just, I remember I got whiplash when it was confirmed that Idris Elba is Knuckles.
1: So... I saw some comments on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know how uh, Facebook comments can be. Like, they're very ignorant. Um, and uh, when, like, the first uh, Sonic 2 trailer came out, and I saw this comment, and it was like, oh, no, they made Knuckles evil? Like, what the hell is this? I'm like, have you not played Sonic and Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 3? Like, yeah. If you did, you know where this is going. Like, like Knuckles is not evil.
0: No, it's just... it's. A kind of a big misunderstanding, but they get pitted against each other a lot. Even when they're on the same team, Eggman manipulates him like all the time.
1: Yeah, like he gets tricked by Eggman several times. He's kind of dumb. Early in the series, yeah. (laughs) He's He's kind of a silly boy. (laughs) (laughs) And like, unlike Sonic, he doesn't chuckle.
0: Right, like (laughs) he's just, he's flexing his muscles and it's just like, he just is so like... His whole thing is like the, he's got to protect the Master Emerald, and so whenever he gets information or if someone like pushes him to a point where like he thinks that like other people are sabotaging him, he just that there he goes, and you're like Knuckles, dude, come on, <laughs> we're friends, why are you hitting me?
1: Yeah, he's like he's like the Piccolo of the Sonic franchise, <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, I never got the notion that he was evil. I had a feeling that they probably were going to introduce some of the characters that way because I just think of some of the storylines where where Knuckles then, like, all of a sudden has to confront people and he's like, is this true? Is, Is this really happening? And it's like, dude, no, we're on your side. Like, I promise, but you still have to fight him because he's so, like, riled up. So I figure that's probably exactly what it is. Like, Eggman finds him and is like, oh, perfect. Another bizarre creature that I can stick onto this other bizarre creature that I don't like. It
1: was like the first thing I thought of was like, oh yeah, Nichols uh N- Nichols. <laughs> Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles, I'm gonna keep that. Please <laughs> do N- no. <laughs> N- Knuckles uh, was was clear like the first thing I thought was like Knuckles was clearly tricked by Eggman. Like that's obvious from them if you know the context, he was tricked by Eggman um so uh, to see like these comments like oh my god i can't believe they made knuckles into a villain into an evil like i love when they say evil because um (laughs) (laughs) they 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 like when when i hear that i i assume that they don't uh like they don't really watch a lot of anime or anything that has complex characters right (laughs) because like if you watch anything that has complex characters, uh, people, you know, like even villains have very developed characters, where you're like, oh, well, maybe yeah, I agree with them. I, I can see what you're talking about, you know, um, but but um, I don't know. It's just like the the Facebook group. um oh, of course. They suck. They're, yeah. all, they're all they're all the boomers and good times. Yeah, you, and you're
0: so right. Like, a lot of times, they're not one-dimensional, and that's what makes them interesting instead of just, you know, being like, ha I twirl my mustache, and I'm doing bad things now.
1: Yeah, like, uh, like a perfect example was, like, He-Man. Oh, and, and I know that people <laughs> have a lot of, like, nostalgia for He-Man, people they grew up watching He-Man, but, like, He-Man is, like, it was made just for the sole purpose of selling the He-Man toys. Oh, yeah, and that's it absolutely what- was. <laughs> And that's what a lot of American cartoons were back, at least back in the 80s, maybe in oh, the early 90s. absolutely. Just,
0: like Transformers, He-Man, <laughs> My Little even Pony. even like franchises.
1: Yeah. And even franchises like Power Rangers, too. Oh, like, yes. Even though Power Rangers uh, used uh, clips from Super Sentai, which is a Japanese franchise. So like all like the action. At least I can say this uh, with certainty is that in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, they used... Like during like the action scenes, they used like the clips from Super Sentai, and then uh, they decided to Americanize it and have like the American characters have some kind of like drama or some silly thing going on hmm. outside of the uh, outside of the action. Like Super Sentai has been going on since the 70s in in Japan, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know it's like He Man. He has no character, you know, he's just, like, <laughs> yeah. the, the the hero. He's the hero, and uh, Skeletor is just, like, you know, just a yeah. cookie-cutter.
0: Meh, uh, yeah, a villain, meh, yeah. yeah. I am not nice. I just <laughs> shit my pants, meh. What are you gonna do about it, meh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love Skeletor. I'm not even joking. Like, I'll send a picture. Maybe I'll put it on our Insta. I have a light switch that I got at a... Um, it's a light switch cover. I got it at a convention. It was 3D printed. It's Skeletor. I mean, like,
1: I like his, <laughs> I like his, like, um his character design. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just like the story. Like, there's nothing. Right. <laughs> and at the time, like, in the 80s, like, there's, like, they couldn't land a punch. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but, I mean, like, the, the, they would try to avoid, like, actual, like, fighting scenes. And those types of cartoon anime uh American cartoons is just like no one would actually literally like throw a punch because that would be condoned to be too violent for kids.
0: Oh my gosh, I didn't really think about that. So they had to find like other ways to like defeat, you know, one another. Yeah, with, uh, that magic hey, kids, and stuff. don't,
1: don't do drugs, I have the power right. of, uh, don't do drugs, kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I want to go and, um, and watch the, um, the, the, is it a remake or a reboot, um, that Netflix did?
1: Oh my god, are you talking about the Kevin Smith one?
0: Yeah, I've heard it's very oh my good. God. It looks oh. great, too, the way that it's animated.
1: I've heard some bad things about it. Oh
0: really? I'm gonna have to see then. Um, but I haven't
1: watched it, so I have. I'm not gonna talk shit about it because I haven't watched it. But
0: I know yeah. a lot of the good things were about how they liked how characters were animated, because as we know, especially for a lot of like female characters, they can be animated in ways that just don't make sense. Uh, so there, <laughs> there's a lot more like shows and animated uh, content where they do a much better job with like character design and like you know, you can tell like thought was put into it. They're not oh, like over sexualizing people or, or doing like tropes or like stereotypes that just, you know, paint people in like specific lights. So I know they were they were getting a lot of like praise for just like the animation looks really good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, And like I said before, too, it's like, you know, character design is like, if it looks nice, I'll at least give it a try. To be honest, that's like, for me, that's a big problem for a lot of anime, like a lot of modern anime. It's like a lot of it, it look, just looks so homogenous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you try to like actually make some kind of character design that sticks out, you know, that doesn't look like what a lot of things look like now. For me, this is just like a personal thing. I I feel like I don't share this with enough people, but for me, like the character design and the way the way it's presented is like really important and like, oh and it just looks like another modern anime, but and that's what I like about um like Junji Ito's like work. He's been I mean he's been going at it for like 30 years, but I mean if you read his manga, his horror manga, like looks nothing like what anything looks on TV. Um it's like strikingly beautiful and terrifying at the same time.
0: I can almost always tell when I see something um by him because it, like you said it it's unique and it stands out and you can tell like oh yes, that's his style. It's not just like, oh, this could be one of like these five popular, <laughs> you know, properties. Yeah. Oh,
1: And to be fair, like, I know that a lot of like shonen, like they, 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 they reach for, you know, teenage boys, you know, mm-hmm. so that, I mean, whatever is trending is, that's what they'll do. But it's just, for me, it's just like, I don't know, um, anything that strikes is different. Um, I'm like, sign me up, I'll at least like give it a shot. And that's why I gave uh, demon slayer a shot just cause it looked just the way it looked like it looked, it didn't look like other shonen manga or anime. So I'm like, I'll give it i I'll give it a try. And uh, it worked out well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, one of, one of the best, uh, sure. I'll try it like suggestions from a friend because usually, usually like, you know, you guys don't like steer me wrong. Um, I mean, like, we're friends for a reason. So, like, if someone's like, hey, like, I think you would like this, they're usually, like, pretty spot on. I'm just bad with picking up shows. So when two of my friends that recommended it were like, here, let's just, if you want, let's just watch the first couple episodes. And I said, yeah, it's a good idea because then, like, I'll be a few episodes in. I'm going to be more likely to want to, like, keep watching it. And it worked because just the way that the show is and how it starts – you just get immediately hooked and i was like i'll watch more episodes like i'm down let's do it
1: (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i'm really bad at watching (laughs) i'm really bad at watching things on my own so like but for for me it's like demon slayer only had one season i was like yeah i can plow through this the same reason why i can plow through evangelion because it's a seasonal animal and it only had one season so I was a cool end the movie Right. It does have like a, like a rebuild spin spin-off season later, a a uh, uh, movie series later on, but I pretend that doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> it's not
1: canon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in my heart, it isn't.
0: That's so but, funny.
1: And I just like I'm I have such a like bad time watching things on my own, like like even movies too. I just have such like bad um like what's the word. I can't focus and if i if i'm watching things with friends and it's a different story like when we watch like stranger things when we yeah. like marathon that like that like that's fine cuz i'm like with a friend watching this and we can talk about it but if it's just like me by myself trying to get through a series like i'm like i need to i could be doing something else like not sitting around for the last 2 hours i could have just been pooping <laughs>
0: There's this kind of interesting need where like we feel like we have to be doing things while watching TV and I think then some people just get used to like okay I'll be I'll be doing like an activity or I'll be doing something while I watch a show. But there are some shows I found that's really hard to do with especially ones where you're supposed to be paying attention to detail in order to follow it, like, the perfect example I can think of is there was a show I was watching with my family, which we still actually haven't watched the finale. I don't know if we ever will at this point. I think we're just kind of too scared to to try and see if we remember everything, because it's been, like, months. Um, But the show Dark on Netflix, that, um, that German uh, drama, it's very good. But because they knew that they were doing some complicated stuff and they were doing it well then they kind of, I feel like they got a little bit like of a big head and they thought they could just kind of keep being convoluted for the sake of being convoluted. And it slowly started to kind of ruin it for me. So I just felt like not as excited the last season, especially the last half of the last season. I was like, why are they introducing things when there's only like four episodes left? It was kind of an odd choice. Um, but I definitely couldn't be like doing something else while watching that show. Like I I would have to pay attention, otherwise I'd I'd miss a bunch of things that happened.
1: Interesting. You said it's on Netflix?
0: Yes, it um it still should be. I know I know so many things like get shifted and moved and the contracts change, but like I'm pretty sure it should still be on there. I don't know if it is a Netflix original or not because since it was like a uh, it's a German show that like I think Netflix actors have dubbed, but that also threw me off too was because I I thought we were going to be watching it in German at first and then it was like oh okay no I guess this is in English never mind. So I thought I had confused it with another show, but then I was looking at their mouths and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, is this out of sync? Can we like pause it?" And my parents were like, "No, no, we're we're watching it dubbed." And I was like, you guys, for the first ten minutes, I thought something was wrong with like the playback <laughs> because you, like, if you're paying attention to like that, like, then you're just gonna hyper focus on the fact that clearly what they're saying is very different than the lip movements, <laughs> and that kind of like, like took me out of it for a bit. Then I was like, okay, I can, I guess, repay attention.
1: <laughs> it's like the old Godzilla movies. It's yeah, clearly like dubbed. I mean, aside from like they're clearly you know, like non-Japanese, but like <laughs> Oh yeah. You would definitely know. Oh my god, that's why don't I just subbed. Just sub yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I prefer yeah. subs, but like my my parents I I, I think they would too depending, but sometimes like I I will agree if there's a lot of dialogue and if it's moving quickly and you're not a fast reader, then it's less enjoyable. Cause then you it's have to like true. speed through the scene and then it feels like you're not really taking in like the actual like visual setups. You're just reading at the bottom and you're only kind of focusing on like the actors and the set and stuff. So I I do get that that can be kind of rough. You don't want to sacrifice like that enjoyment just to be able to like follow the dialogue.
1: Right. I was actually gonna say is like there's some movies that definitely you really need to focus and not just movies either it's just like tv shows or anything like that Mm -hmm. you really have to focus on like the visual representation because like the director is clearly trying to show you something just through the through uh cinematography so and if there's a lot of dialogue going on it's just like oh you know it's just words so i'm not really gonna look at it that much uh uh, not really pay attention to the actual visuals that are being shown to me so uh, i i get it and uh, this goes back to like a previous episode when we talked about like the dubs versus subs, which is why like I understand like I I, I understand if you know if you feel like you don't want to watch an anime a few times where uh, specifically an anime that requires a couple of viewings to really truly understand what's going on. Yeah. Um. Like, and if dubs makes it easier, then that's that's totally fine. So, I mean, yeah, it's like I get it. Have to say about that.
0: <laughs> Brian has spoken
1: I mean yeah (laughs) I mean yes (laughs) yes
2: hey didn't see you there these shades are really dark are you sick of trying to live life only to be bogged down by the constant negativity in the world Are you looking to shape up and be the best version of yourself you can be? Well, look no further. I'm Chase Martin, and together, we'll cancel that toxicity like a poorly thought out tweet. Millions of Americans suffer each day and don't realize they have the power within to change themselves. Grief-stricken or filled with sorrow? Stop being sad. Overthinking financial burdens or worries? (laughs) Just don't think about them you might be wondering, but Chase, is all that really possible? Well, shut up and I'll tell you. But don't just take it from me. Hear from satisfied clients who have undergone my one-step program, problems instantly gone. I hadn't even realized how deep my depression became. There were days when getting up to shower or even brushing my teeth felt impossible. Then I started taking Chase's advice. Now I only think about dying 95% of my week. Isn't it incredible what a little fresh air and time away from your phone can do for you, Rob? Let's check in on Kristen and hear her experience.
0: You know, I've always been a worrier and paired with my anxiety, I've had so many sleepless nights due to panic. I bumped into Chase at a coffee shop and I'll never forget what he said to me. Have you tried just not worrying about it? Well, I couldn't believe I hadn't thought of it. That moment was a real game changer for me.
2: Yes, that's exactly it. Just stop worrying. It really is that simple. Are we still on for Thursday? Okay, great. Next, we'll hear from. Let's see here, Farah. What's your deal again?
0: Uh, hello. I've been recently diagnosed with ADHD. As an adult, it's been both enlightening and difficult with Remember,
2: you have the power to conquer all that self-doubt and loathing.
0: Okay. A- as I was saying, some things definitely started to make more sense It is and all in your head. Yes. That is largely how mental illness works. What did you say your background was in again?
2: Oh, well that's our time for today. Why don't we give Farah a big hand, everybody? And there you have it, folks. At the affordable price of $9.99 a minute, you can achieve inner peace and find your zen. If you only have one takeaway, let it be this. If you just ignore it, it will go away. Am I gonna get that deposit
0: back?
1: Uh, so I just finished this strong zero RIP in peace.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Are you Are you feeling the power?
1: I'm feeling it now, Mister Krabs.
0: <laughs> do you have the Do you have the power? Or whatever. the power you to, guys said.
1: <laughs> I have the power to miss the toilet bowl when I pee.
0: Oh, hey, it's a power. It's not a very useful power, but it's a power. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say it's the opposite of efficient, but yeah, it's some kind of power.
0: (laughs) By the honor of Grayskull.
1: (laughs) So uh, we're about at the one hour uh, mark here. Went by pretty fast, so thank you, Sage.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Um, So we do have an email address if any listeners want to share their stories uh, about uh, just their favorite anime, about going to Japan, any funny experiences, uh, any questions, uh, it's at uh, gaijinbento at gmail.com. Again, that's gaijinbento at gmail.com. Uh, we do also have our Instagram with the same name, just gaijinbento, so please give us a follow. We're trying to actively uh, be more, we'll be more active on it, Yeah, uh, sharing <laughs> memes and just uh Uh, uh, You can also uh, share any, uh, if you don't want to shoot us an email for whatever strange reason, uh, DM DM us on our Instagram as well, if you have any of those uh, questions or stories that you'd like to share with us. Uh, Other than that, uh, that wraps up this episode. So thank you, Sage.
0: Well, thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure as always.
1: Pleasure is all mine. And uh, we'll see you later.
0: Take care, everyone.